0: Welcome to It's A Crime, I'm Linda and today I have an update for you in the Chad Wheeler case. There are three officers who describe Chad's difficult arrest as well as Chad's girlfriend Aaliyah Taylor speaking out in a recent interview. But before I get into it, if you'd like to be of the It's A Crime community, please click that subscribe button below, hit that notification bell to all. Please share this video out where you can and give it a like. Now, let's get into it. Chad Wheeler is the ex-NFL footballer who was recently in the news for beating up and, in my opinion, attempting to kill his girlfriend Aaliyah Taylor. She was interviewed by CBS and spoke about her experience as well as her relationship with Chad. Aliyah had been dating Chad for six months and was living with him. And she would describe their relationship saying, we were like best friends, we did everything together. I even introduced him to my family, we would babysit my nephew together. On January 2nd, three days after Chad's birthday, Aliyah says she got a text from Chad with a picture of his hair cut. And right away, Aaliyah thought this was concerning because his hair was everything to him.
1: He loved, just loved this long hair, um, refused to cut it. And it it surprised me and it worried me. I came home and Chad was Trying to play it off as if he just kind of cut his hair, but then as time went on throughout the day, he started going
0: downhill emotionally. Now, Aaliyah later told police it was the beginning of a manic episode. Chad has bipolar disorder, and she said he snapped into a dark place. She then goes on to describe what happened that night. It was reported that Chad asked her to bow down to him, and when she wouldn't agree, he choked her out not once, but twice. She also lost consciousness Twice
1: he, um, he he stood up and he told me to bow down and I asked him why and he, he didn't respond he just told me to bow down again and I told him no and he he immediately grabbed my neck and that's um, that's when things began. Do you recall what happened after that? When he grabbed my neck, he. He threw me on the bed, and um, I remember looking up at him and asking him, please stop, Chad. It's me.
0: And... Um I just immediately knew the look in his eyes. That was it. So Aaliyah runs into the bathroom. She goes and she texts Chad's dad as well as family members to please call 911 because she's worried that Chad's going to hear her call and freak out. Chad's dad then phones Chad and asks what's going on and Chad says just chilling while he eats his dinner. But Aaliyah actually ends up calling 911 and this is what was released. Please help me now. I'm gonna. Now, police arrive and in previous reports it says how tough it was to actually detain Chad and that a taser had little to no effect. Chad is 310 pounds and is 6 foot 7 inches tall. But there were more details that came out about his arrest and the fact that it took three police officers to detain him. When the officers arrived at the apartment, they heard a woman screaming from inside. forced their way into the apartment, and then broke down the bathroom door, which was locked. Chad was in the bathroom with Aaliyah, and she was crying with her face covered in blood, and her arm was actually reported hanging limply at her side, because Chad had wrenched on it earlier while she tried to get off the bed and run towards the bathroom. So the officers then tried to detain Chad, and reports described the event as a violent struggle. They used a stun gun on him, but as I said, it had little to no effect. Chad was so strong that with the combined weight of the three officers, which was 700 pounds, he was still able to move around and prevent them from putting his arms behind his back. One of the officers stated, When I grabbed a hold of Chad, I could tell that he was very solid and muscular as he was not easy to move. As the three of us, with a combined weight of about 700 pounds, were on top of Chad, I could feel him lifting his body up like he was pushing up to get away. Chad, whose massive size took up the whole length and width of the bathroom floor, was able to lift his body about 3 to 6 inches temporarily with what appeared to be little effort from him. Again, due to his sheer size, it was difficult to detain Wheeler within the small space. In addition to the space constraints, any attempts to place his arms behind his back were met with Wheeler tightening his body and contracting his arms. Wheeler was able to easily move my body while I tried restraining him. After several commands, Wheeler placed his hands behind his back, but we were unable to handcuff him at this time. Wheeler would intermittently tighten his body and attempt to pull away from officers holding his limbs behind his back. So that's when the police used a taser that I mentioned earlier that had little to no effect and handcuffing Chad wasn't any easier. One of the officers were able to finally handcuff him and they actually requested a police van to bring him to jail because they were concerned that he wouldn't fit in a standard police cruiser. And according to the police, Chad yelled, "'Sorry, I don't beat women. Several times, I did mention that in my previous video. Now, back to the interview with Aliyah. She talked about the aftermath and said this.
1: I still have to regularly get like, my concussion checked. I have bolts and, steel, and a steel plate I'm going to have forever in my arm. I'm going have, to have to deal with this the rest of my life.
0: Now, when she was asked if she thinks Chad's behavior is directly connected to a mental health issue, she said this. To be honest, I don't know. He went and ate
1: dinner after doing this to me, and he didn't take the same approach with the cops as he did with me.
0: So they went to court, and he got out on a $400,000 bail, and he was supposed to be in court on February 11th. They pushed out his trial date. It was supposed to be on April 6th and that got pushed out. The case setting hearing is now scheduled for March 18th and the omnibus hearing or pretrial hearing is scheduled for May 4th. And it's been said that that might also be continued or pushed out. June 1st is the current scheduled date for the actual trial. Now, a spokesperson for the King County Prosecutor's Office said the date was moved so that both the defense and prosecution have time to acquire and sift through discovery material. Chad Wheeler is charged with first-degree domestic violence assault, domestic violence unlawful imprisonment, and resisting arrest. He faces 8 to 12 years in jail, however, let's see what he actually gets. Now, Aaliyah was there in court and said this about being there.
1: Why was it so important for you to appear in court? I didn't want him to think that that he had that power over me, that I wasn't going to defend myself. And I thought, how easy would that be for him and his legal team to be able to say whatever they want without having to look me in the eye? and she asked if
0: he should serve jail time, in which she said this.
1: I definitely do think that he should. I have to say the hardest part of all this wasn't, wasn't the surgeries, it wasn't any of that. It was getting a call from my niece and nephews. They thought they had lost me. And the pain in their voice, I will never
0: forget that. I will never forget that. This isn't Chad's first time either having a history of violence. In December 2015, he had an altercation with police. He wasn't arrested though, but it was reported that he threatened a teammate. He also punched the walls and windows of an apartment, got into an altercation with police, and then was taken to the Los Angeles hospital for a psychiatric evaluation. In an NBC News report, it alleged that Chad was possibly under the influence of drugs or alcohol and therefore didn't recognize a fellow offensive lineman, so he threatened him. That prompted his outbursts, a call to the police, and then officers firing beanbag rounds at a fleeing Wheeler to subdue him. Chad said that he had personal issues and apologized, saying in a statement in March of 2016, I regret what I did. I apologize to my coach, my teammates, and fans. I did have personal issues at the time. In my last video, I showed tweets of what he wrote after what he did to his girlfriend. They have since been deleted, to my understanding, which is a shame because he apologized to Aaliyah and admitted to what he did. But then he pleaded not guilty to his charges and his tweets were removed. Now a former roommate spoke out about Chad and said this, Chad Wheeler is someone completely different than my roommate and brother at SC and today I had to come to terms with that. What he did was heartbreaking and I will never forgive. My thoughts and prayers go out to the victim. She and her health should be the utmost priority. Now, Aaliyah talked about second chances and helping others. She says, I really feel like God has blessed me with another chance, and I want to try to use the time I've been blessed with to help other people and to get the story out and make sure people don't feel alone and that this doesn't happen again. Now, I'm surprised the story isn't making more headlines. I really am. This really needs to stay out in the public and I will be following this case in its entirety. Aliyah had already expressed her concern and worried for her own safety and stated that in front of a judge in court. And now this case is actually further pushed out. And I said this before, it'll be very interesting to see what kind of punishment Chad actually gets. And in a recent live stream, I mentioned that Chad Wheeler is a weapon. He literally is a weapon. When you have three police officers that struggle to detain him, who with a combined weight is 700 pounds, and Chad is 310 pounds and a six foot seven athlete, then what do you expect a five foot nine, 145 pound girl do to defend herself? From the sounds of it, he thought he killed her, and left her on that bed to die while he ate dinner, and sipped on a smoothie and said, "Wow, you're still alive." When she came to. I remember getting up and running to the bathroom,
1: Chad was standing by the bed by the doorway and he was
0: sipping his smoothie and was like, wow, you're you're still alive. And again, she went unconscious not once, but twice after he choked her out. Twice. And she thankfully made it out alive. She thought she was going to die and she even said so on her 911 call. So let's see what this NFL footballer or ex-NFL footballer actually gets and we'll see what the defense team will argue. Now we know he is bipolar but in my opinion and many others opinions it's his responsibility at a greater degree to make sure he takes his meds. Now I've had many comments in my last video of viewers who are bipolar and are being treated and they've stated that they struggle yes they take their meds and they don't murder anybody or attempt to murder anybody and there wasn't any action that took place when he thought she was dead other than to go and eat his dinner and sip it on a smoothie and have a conversation with his dad saying he's just chilling out eating dinner. And a reminder he didn't call 911 when he thought she was dead. And all this happened because she didn't bow down to him. So let's have a chit chat below. Please share this video to keep it in the forefront. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.